This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Last Sunday, we completed our celebration of the Easter season with the Feast of Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit into Jesus' first disciples in an entirely new way, breathing into them the power of Jesus' resurrection and sending them out into the streets to finally be the instruments through whom salvation is brought into this world. The salvation brought by Jesus is introduced to the rest of the world through the coming of the Holy Spirit in these first disciples. With the coming of the Holy Spirit, God revealed around 2,000 years ago to the entire world, finally, the fullness of who God is, which is what we celebrate this Sunday, the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity. We have come to know God over a long period of time because God has gradually revealed God's self to us. Over many generations, God revealed himself more and more to our Jewish spiritual ancestors as Father. That's reflected in today's first reading in which God the Father reveals his name to Moses. God the Father reveals that he's merciful, he's gracious, he's slow to anger, He's rich in mercy. He's rich in kindness and fidelity. Around 2,000 years ago, a person named Jesus, a real human being from a place called Nazareth, claimed that he was the eternal son of God the Father. He claimed that he was God's eternal son, God the Father's eternal son, who had become a human being. Jesus claimed to be equal to God the Father. He's, he was killed because he claimed to be equal to God the Father. When Jesus rose from the dead and appeared to his followers, people came to understand that what Jesus had said about himself was in fact the truth. He was fully God, fully one with God the Father. As I hope you recall, Jesus promised his first disciples, after his resurrection, that after his ascension to heaven, the Holy Spirit would be sent to the world, an advocate to lead us to all truth and to remind us of all Jesus taught. The Holy Spirit fully came to the earth on Pentecost, filling and transforming those first disciples. Those disciples came to understand as time passed that the Holy Spirit was a real person not just an inspiration, not just a feeling at all. The Holy Spirit was fully God and fully one with the Father and with the Son. God, therefore, finally revealed to us over time through 
the death and resurrection of Jesus, through the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, the full truth of who God is, one God, three persons, referred to as the Trinity. God, it turns out, is an eternal communion of selfless, outpouring love. Today's feast can be a very deep celebration just for the simple revelation, the most important revelation of who God is. If we recognize the wonder that we as Christians have received the full revelation of who God is, there is nothing but celebration. God has given us the gift of the truth, a greater understanding and the full understanding of who God is more than any other people have ever had. Who God is is the greatest mystery, but God has revealed from that mystery to us the fullness that God is a trinity. That can just be a celebration, not just of something intellectual, it's meant to be a celebration of truth that we live. You and I are created in the image and likeness of God. We choose every day of our lives how we live our lives. Whether we choose to live in imitation of God is all that determines the course of our lives. Every day we're on this planet and eternally, nothing else does. Jesus says in today's gospel reading from John 3 that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. You and I know that to believe means to accept and respond positively to God's truth, not primarily just in the way I think, but in the way I live my life. Once I've received the truth that God is a communion of selfless outpouring love, I in fact must decide whether I'm going to live in imitation of who God really is. When I choose to imitate who God really is, I choose life in God. I choose life in infinite life and love, more and more while I'm on the planet, and ultimately, fully, eternally in heaven. When I choose not to imitate who God really is, once I know who God really is, I choose to live my life outside of God. That means getting lost, dying more and more spiritually, and ultimately perishing eternally. So, as is the case every year on this feast and in the week ahead, I ask you to join me in reflecting on this straightforward question. Knowing that God is an eternal communion of selfless outpouring love, how is this truth experienced and seen right now in our daily lives as Christians? I invite you to pray and reflect on that question this week. And to get you started, I will give you two very simple ideas. Idea number one, the truth that God is the Trinity reveals to us that to be is to be in relation. There are no persons in the Trinity apart from the others. Created in the image and likeness of God, for every one of us, being a person means to be in relation with others for a wide variety of reasons. Many of us want to be alone. We do not want to be 
even connected with other people. Some of us choose to isolate ourselves from other people. Some of us connect ourselves with only a limited number of people and close ourselves off from most other people. Many of us restrict the extent to which we ever open ourselves to others, not allowing relationships to go very deep. Our society, obviously, in so many ways, currently encourage us to re encourages us to reject and even destroy other people simply if they don't agree with us. The truth is that some of us hate other people. We hurt other people. We do violence to other people. We abuse other people. The revelation of who God is reminds us that the only path to happiness the only path to meaning, the only path to maturity, the only path to fulfillment is to actively try to live holy relations with other people. All of us are meant to enjoy the challenge that that can be and the growth day by day we experience when we pursue it. Idea number two. In the Trinity, the relation of the persons is selfless, outpouring, giving. The Father begets the Son. The Son returns all to the Father. The Holy Spirit is the union of that love who is poured out into us. This is love. True love is always selfless. True love always pours out to and for others. These are realities in which we're meant to grow all through our lives. So many forces work against selflessness. It's very tempting to focus on myself as the center of reality. It is tempting to care much more about me than I do about other people. We live in a society that in many ways encourages us to be self-centered and selfish. There are also many forces that work against our pouring out for others. It's tempting and it's easy to be lazy, to be dull, to be stingy, to hoard my life and my gifts for myself. In many ways, our society can encourage me to want many good things for myself, but not to want to give many good things to other people. The revelation of who God is reminds us that the only path to happiness, the only path to meaning, the only path to growth, the only path to maturity and fulfillment is to live selfless, outpouring love for other people, all other people. All of us are meant to constantly enjoy growing in that reality with all the challenges that we may experience. A final thought. So this is not an idea, I just give you two ideas, a final thought about them. <laughs> Most people on this planet currently don't believe in the Trinity. As I said earlier, to believe means to accept and respond positively to God's truth in the way I live my life. We heard in today's passage from John 3 that if we've received the revelation of who the true God is through Jesus, and we choose to reject that truth, we perish. 
This is a realistic possibility for all of us. But as Catholics, we understand that the reason most people don't currently believe the truth about who God is is because they've never heard the truth or never fully received the news of this revelation. They haven't heard about it, and so often they haven't seen it in us. It is up to us who believe in the Trinity to be living witnesses of who God fully is by living selfless, outpouring love with all people. We are meant to be the primary revealers of who the Trinity is. God loves the world. God so loves the world that he gave his only son that the world may be saved through him. God so loves the world that he gave his only son, not first and foremost, that Paul O'Brien be saved, but that the whole world be saved. The evidence that Paul O'Brien or anyone else who believes in the one true God is, in fact, on the path of salvation, is that Paul O'Brien is living selfless, outpouring love for and with the people who do not yet believe in the Trinity. Is this the case? I actually know Paul O'Brien pretty well. There is a lot of growth, room for growth for him in all of this. I presume there also is for you. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to stpatrickparish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.